The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. My friends are degenerates, but I never change them. Liars, cheats, and hypocrites, not the time for saving. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. Hour number two, 713-780. ESPN's your number, 713-780-3776. Or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz, click like. You're good to go. There's Twitter, at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R, at A.J. is the real. At Aaron is Blitz, at Degenerates975. You can text the show. You know the number for that. Miss the first hour? Guess what? College basketball analysis for almost a whole hour. Now, I'm, I'm just, I'm not, you know, going to talk about other shows, but I don't know too many people that could break down stuff the way Hoffman just did on the NCAA tournament. I really don't. Well, as you know, every sports host is a, basketball expert college basketball expert for three weeks out they of the are. year i don't pretend to be a ba- college basketball expert i do pre- pretend to be a uh expert though there you go so there is that but yeah you know, hopefully we, we gave you guys some good uh information and so we asked if you talked about the si watson story no we've, we've we have not yet we we promised to get to wait it. what story what what son what what story what si i haven't heard about this si story what are we talking about care to Go into more detail, Fred. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right. Well, first, no, because I've seen enough detail. All right. I don't want to read another thing that mentions seminal fluid on somebody's stomach. Can we just start with that? That was a little much. Yeah. I mean, okay. I can't, do. We all agree. I, I don't know if, how how many massages you guys have had in your life. Can we all agree that if you t- you you take the towel off? That's next level weird. Yeah. You're well this like to me that's almost where it becomes like you could call the cops on someone just for that. I feel I don't you know. You could in this day and age especially, but I mean it goes back to this. Dude has been convinced he's hiring pay-per-views for rub and tugs, right? That's what it is. And so when he gets one that's not, then it turns into something it shouldn't. Now, this SI story, uh, okay, I, I've been I've been trying to give everybody the benefit of the doubt here. Uh, I've also talked to some people who had, had some things to say about it that would know. Listen, I have no doubt that at least some of these cases, dude was inappropriate. Now, to what extent, I don't know. This latest one, though, from SI, I got to tell you, this feels 100% like a plant story. Oh, does it? Yes. And first off, let's not fall in love with the Sports Illustrated name and say, oh, it's Sports Illustrated. Uh, SI got bought out. They're basically the new Deadspin. And that's that's kind of what they're doing. And this story, I, I, I mean, it basically reads, it's almost like you're having to it's almost like they intentionally leaked this so you could say, oh, no, she's not represented by Tony Busby. She talked to Tony Busby, but she doesn't know if she's filing a lawsuit yet. And there's a lot of the other stuff. And, man, I have some real questions about this one, too. First off, I think it's the same reporter that leaked all the Easterby stuff, which also came from a leak. 
And, you know, and I'm not saying what this woman said wasn't the truth, but okay. If, and if you haven't seen it, it's, it's, it's a lot of the same kind of stuff. And yeah, I I don't, I don't ever need to hear about seminal fluid again, but uh, pre-seminal fluid. That's what it is. Yeah. Let me get it right. But Uh, also like him, like getting getting a boner during the uh, and, session and like humping the air, air baiting, and then saying yeah. you can move it if you need to. Oh, not wise. Come on, guys. dude. Come on. But what I think is, uh, what I think the problem here is, um, with this particular story. Well, I have several problems. With I was gonna it. say. <laughs> Give me your what you think the biggest problem is, maybe. Well, I don't know how big it is. That's the thing. But uh, if he's going to, what I don't understand is if he's going to behave like this and she tells him it's wrong, why do you keep going? Why do you keep doing it? And, and that, to me, it's pretty simple. It's, oh, well, but it's Deshaun Watson and you won't get business. You're not going to want to do business with the guy again. You, know, you want to tell him to bleep off. The other part is SI kept on. Oh, we have text messages. We have uh, uh, we have uh, pictures of their ID, uh, Instagram stuff. Okay, where is it? I'm supposed to take your word for it. Well, sure. No, I'm not. I mean, if you have those exchanges, why are you not publishing them with her name blanked out? I get that you wanted to, yeah. You know, and I and yeah, you know, the other thing too is I'm not a fan of the anonymous Mary. Let's just make up a name. If someone really wants to warn her fellow mas- masseuses, why wouldn't she come out? On it. Put your name on it. Yeah. And I'm in no way defending Deshaun Watson's uh, actions. Because I believe me, I think, I think there's enough to this that the guy's at least a, a, a perv at very least. Yeah. At, at worst, he's a sex offender. And I, I there's enough going on there. But... This particular story, it just reeks of okay. We uh, let's let's get someone who isn't a Busby client, so it looks it looks different, and let's put SI on it so people think think it's legitimate, and then let's repeat the same story. And at no point does she say, you know what, screw this, I'm out of here. Right. I mean that I, I don't get. You should you should just do that at some point. Okay, fine. Now show me the text messages. Oh no, we we saw the text messages. We talked to this person. Okay. Where are the text messages? What kind of journalism is that? Just asking. Just asking somebody who uh used to do that for a living and would require a lot more than what they went with, frankly. Yeah. So that's that's my issues. I have I have some of the same concerns. I I mean, I don't really I I hate to say that you know, there's, it's total nonsense because I don't know, but it does feel, I don't want to say it feels like a plant necessarily, like you're saying, but it does feel odd. Certainly it does feel, uh, it does feel like you can question it. Does your, it, does it make your BS meter go off a little yes. bit or are your spider senses? Yeah. Let's, let's do it that way. And that's, that's my problem is like, as I'm reading it, it's almost like it's called directly from the lawsuits. And they make sure that they point out that she's not a Busby client and that she doesn't know if she's going to sue, but she's been talking to this guy. Okay. So I, I just, 
I, I think before people start putting legitimacy on the story because it's SI, I, I would just ask everybody to to maybe look at the story itself with a more critical eye. Yeah. Rather than just accept it. And that doesn't mean it's not true. It just means in the context of everything else that's happening, uh, it certainly smells a little bit. Yep. And especially when it, if you consider it's the same people who brought you the Easterby stuff, which we still don't know how much of that's true. But, and I want to make it clear, I, I think the dude is, under no circumstances do I think the guy didn't do this stuff. Now, to what level is... That's the question. Yeah. So it's on the counterpoint and releasing her name, she would definitely get death threats from the Twitter mob morons. Maybe. But, you know what? Uh, I mean, that's that's the thing. How much of a difference do you want to make? If you really want to warn people, which is she, what she said her goal was, right? stand up. Although, I mean... I get there that. is a, a, an understandable fear of retaliation or something like that. I, I get that too. Yeah, it's just if you're gonna if you're gonna attack a person, that's why when when I if it's a criminal trial, I get to look you in the face when you come into court, right? Well, and this isn't even one of the ones that is filed yet. Yeah, yeah. So my guess is that's coming. But I've also heard that Deshaun is starting to reach out to these women and pss, trying to settle things. Which oh. we know what that means. Reach out and touch faith. Is that what? That's, nope. Is that what he calls it? Yeah. I don't know what he calls it. Everybody has their own name for it, right? Yeah. the The latest is one of the lawsuits, which we're up to nineteen. Reportedly, there were supposed to be twenty. I don't know. Nineteen, twenty. At what point does the number quit mattering? It. it, it we were past it. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say once we got to eight, it really didn't matter. Nah. Yeah. At this point. There's no way that you can tell me 19 of these women are lying. Nope. Now, I'll believe you if you say half of them are lying. Yeah. I mean, you know, that doesn't matter. Too late. (laughs) But uh, this is from Sarah Barshop, who says, one of the lawsuits filed on Sunday night reads, as a result of the repeated lawsuits against him, Watson is deleting Instagram messages and contacting those who formerly provided him massages in an attempt to settle. Okay. Here, here's my question. Like when you say deleting Instagram messages, like I could delete an Instagram message. It doesn't mean that it goes away, but you're the, the person. Does your masseuse con- still have it? Yeah. The person I was in contact with would still have. Uh, and I mean, unless he's getting into their accounts and deleting it, what's the, what's what good does deleting it do? Hmm. And especially if these women have already sought legal counsel. Yeah. My guess is there's record of that already. So it seems like it seems silly to try and go and wipe it all away now. It's it's done. Um, and somebody said, Rusty Harden says that's not true. And his client hadn't reached out to anyone. Do you really think Deshaun is smart enough to do what his lawyer says? I don't know. I don't. All right. I got to tell you guys about Texas Star Grill Shop. Uh, that's one of my, one of the sad things about this weekend. I didn't have time to get out there and grill, but, um, I know my wife has a tenderloin out there for tonight. So that's what I'm going to be eating when I get home and, uh, all on my pits and spits. One of the finest, I I think it's one of the finest grills you can get, to be honest, 
I'm not just saying that because that's the one that I bought, but like going through them, the heavy duty construction, it feel it just feels like it's the real deal, and it's built right here in Texas. You know, it's it's Texas tough. Uh, the controller's great on it. It's just a fantastic product. One of the many great brands they've got there. They've also got Traeger. They've got the uh, they've got Kamado Joe. They've got Saber. Uh, they've got all those those grills. Whether you want gas, you want uh, an infrared, you want a, a a wood grill, a charcoal grill, pellet, whatever. They've got it, and they're there to help you out and help you decide which one's right for you. They've got four locations in the Houston area, but you can find it all online at TexasStarGrillShop.com. Listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. I said you are listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5 and on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. And a little clarification. A lot of people saying if uh, you delete it on Instagram, it disappears on both ends. That's only on Instagram. Do you have Instagram, Aaron? I do. All right. Let me send you a message here. No, I mean, honestly, there's about five people, including one here who I know for sure would is accurate on this, I, telling me that. Now, that's, I don't use Instagram all that often, especially yeah. like the the uh, the messaging thing. I never use the messaging because it's just my dog. My Instagram is, by the way, at Dynamo the dog. Okay, um, so Aaron, do you, did you get my my test uh, message? You mean your testy message? Yes, I yes. got that. Thank you for that. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, go ahead and and type me something back. All right, let's see. I've got the three dots. Okay, it says sports. It shows that you've seen it. Yep. Okay, so now I've had enough of this conversation. I'm going to delete it. Now, can you can you still see our our thread? Currently, yes. Let me go refresh it and see if it's like a once well, you, I update, if you it's... better screenshot that so you can take him to HR. That's right. That's what I would do. I can still see it. That's what I'm. Yeah, I. That's. That, I'm pretty sure that's how Instagram works. Now watch. You write me. Type me a message again and watch it. It'll repopulate and it'll the the previous stuff will be gone on my end. So it says test, but I can't see where I wrote test or where you wrote sports the first time. But you can still see all of it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I just refreshed. I still got it. That's nonsense. That's not how Instagram works. You guys, whoever said that is wrong. As you know, Fred, I'm very, I'm very technically savvy. <laughs> yeah, I, I know nothing. I, I've never sent a message on Instagram, so my dog has never sent a message on Instagram. We'll just <laughs> say that. Um, Jeff two eighty eight AJ's a dumbass. You're asking him to use common sense. At minimum, we can all agree he has little common sense. That's not debatable at this point. Um, I'm sure the McNairs are beyond tired of it. Dude is done in H-Town. Well, yeah, I think he's done, but mm. so he says you got to delete each message. No, you don't. 
I'm, I'm just going. I'm back. just telling you they're wrong. I'm, I'm, we just did it. It's a sample. Like I can. There you go. If you hold down the message, you can select unsend message. That's so. if they haven't seen it. No. Just okay. I just unsent the message I sent to you. I, I think I already deleted your stuff, but yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you send me another one. Okay, test. So I've seen it. It says that you've seen it. Now, if I try to unsend it, is it gone? It is gone. Okay, so you have to... uh, So he's unsending. But again, what's the point of doing that if if these ladies have already taken this stuff to a lawyer? Yeah. Like, how slow do you think these... Like, do you think the lawyers didn't go... Uh, screenshot, screenshot, oh, screenshot. Let's, let's make a, a a transcript, or I mean, it's that's uh, this isn't like uh, the Simpsons lawyer. This is like a real lawyer who knows what he's doing. Who's gonna he's gonna make? He's trying to get paid, man. That's like if the cops say, "Hey, we know you murdered this guy because your cell phone pinged the tower right next to his apartment." And then you throw your cell phone in a lake. Well, it's already pinged the damn yes. tower. They already have the da- the data that shows you were there. Throwing it in a lake after the fact doesn't do anything. I feel like somewhere Deshaun Watson has a pad and a pencil and is writing down notes from this segment. Uh, yeah, you know, if Deshaun would actually listen to us and put stuff in his notebook, this never would have happened. <laughs> That'd be smart. Yeah, and I don't know how many times I have to offer my services to people in that organization, but it's too late to help him now. But I would have been happy to tell him how to get away with all this and do it without do it with actual rub and tuggers who wouldn't complain. So, and of course your lawyer's going to come out and say, Hey, no, no, we're not doing that. Uh, it doesn't mean that David Mulgoretta or somebody like that isn't out doing it. Hey man, can we get you back off of this? Yeah. And that's another thing that Lamont mentions. Deleting doesn't even matter when it comes to legality, because if they subpoena the records, then you can delete it from your phone. Instagram still has what you, what you wrote in these messages. And all it does is make it look worse. Yeah. I think he does look worse. So seven, one, three, seven, eight, Oh ESPN. Let's, uh, let's get art on. What's up art. Hey guys, sports. Uh, I think the, the only, the only thing is maybe uh, Deshaun has so many ladies that he's uh, texting or texted in the past. He doesn't know which ones have talked to the lawyers. So he's just like going through and trying to unsend every message. Now, Art, I want not you to, knowing who's contacted lawyer or not. Okay, I, w- I want you to think about this, though, Art. Imagine you're one of these Instagram chicks. Do you think they've, haven't they all heard of this situation by now and said like, oh, I mean, the number keeps growing for a reason. They, these girls hear about it and they're like, wait, that happened to me too. It like, And by now, if there's 20 girls who have accused him, it's too late to start deleting messages. You should have been doing that. You should have done that the day after you got the creepy massage. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's going to benefit him. I'm just trying to see like what possible logic could go into it. Maybe there's somebody who hasn't logged on yet. Yeah. But that would be about it. Uh, well, again, there's there's a word that I don't think we can associate with Deshaun. Logic. So, yeah, that's part of the problem. I mean, we're, we're just dealing with somebody who 
really lacks a he's just dumb i'm sorry I, I can't get away from it he's just dumb and you leave this kind of trail and of course apparently he left trails on his stomach too oh come on oh, i'm sorry i'm sorry hey that just grossed me out i mean do i really need that and by the way if you're massaging the guy and there's a weird fluid on his stomach don't you put gloves on or something i don't know uh, I, I i think i stopped the massage I've never been in that situation. Yeah, I, that that story just uh, it stinks, um, and it may be com- completely accurate, but it just it doesn't pass the smell test. Uh, Shannon, what's up? Sports, what's up, fellas? Sports, Shannon. So uh, I'll never be able to watch any post game interviews again without having a uneasy feeling in my stomach when Deshaun Watson says, uh, you know, that person had great hands <laughs> because uh, it just kind of, you know, make me wonder. And yeah. then I did hear that the Jets are, the Jets are still in play for Watson and uh, Governor Como said, I, uh, come on over, send him a list of all the uh, area spas that they could frequent together. So I'll hang up and go at it. All right. Yeah. Uh, and Cuomo probably told him, hey, all my assistants love being touched inappropriately. Yep. Yeah, they don't have any complaints at all. So Lamont says, can you go back to Deshaun's draft profile and see if they mention anything about his cognitive or mental abil- abilities? Uh, Reed Lance is right up on him. I know Deshaun was, I think he was the lowest quarterback on the, uh, the Wonderlick the test. Yeah. So, but. Again, I, I don't, I don't, I always, I always question how much that really means. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Although I do say it means more for a quarterback than it does for any other position. The uh, oh, PGT. So you're saying the Deshaun story doesn't stick, Fred? <laughs> no, but it, and somebody brought up a good point. I mean, I wonder what happens uh, at some point. Did these things happen at Clemson? It sounds uh, like it's going to start coming out. So, and Ben said, "Remember that audio where Watson said I'm masturbated and ready to go, and everyone said people misheard him. He even tweeted that out and said said it was something else." Mm. Wondering, uh, I, I think the whole thing has a different view now, right? Oh boy, I don't know, man. It, it, it's. I think at this point, I don't know how this ends, but it can't be good, right? There, there's no, there's no happy ending to this story, Fred. I just laid that up there so you could yeah, slam it. No, in. but I, re- I really don't think there's a, 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 an end game that's like a positive thing for the Texans. Oh, last rose for life! Come on, Fred. I'm eating here. I'm sorry. I'm just reading. I just read what the guy said. That's all. Because, I mean, what do we think is the like? Give me your guess, suspension wise. Uh, assuming that no no one else comes forward, there's no criminal stuff. Just on what we know now, what do you think Deshaun gets suspended for? It has to be more than what Zeke got, right? My guess is it's at least half of next season, if not the full season. Wow. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. And, and somebody asked, is the magnitude of this worse than Michael Vick's dogfighting? The difference, Michael Vick went to jail for his. Yeah. He did his time. And, you know, he it, it, Deshaun may not do any time. 
And so it's going to come down to what Goodell thinks. So it says 10 games. I, I think I think somewhere between 6 and 10. I, I don't think it'll be a full season. I don't. I, I don't, but then again, if this does start turning into a criminal thing, and... God, I can't... I don't know. I, I mean... And then I think about that, and I think, would it be the best-case scenario for the Texans if they just voided Deshaun's contract altogether? Because I'm sure they could if, if you know... Yeah, I would still... It may have to get criminal before they do that. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, I'm sure that the league has to the league has to be involved in that. So, I don't know. I, I mean, I think it, it will find out. But I, I don't think that suspension is coming anytime soon because these things are going to play out over a couple of years. Yeah. That's why if I'm the Jets and I think I can still get him at a bargain, I take him. And I worry about the the eight game suspension two years from now. Coton says New York also a good fit, home of the Yanks. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh! If he, yeah, I mean, if he were a pitcher, the, the it'd be so much easier to talk about his slider yep. and mm-hmm. yeah, his changeup. Uh, yep. <laughs> fastball <laughs> oh boy all right i gotta tell you guys about pro dunk hoops pro that's the website you go to to get the best basketball hoop in the entire wide world uh and what makes it the best one in the whole wide world well thickest steel of any goal on the market 75 percent thicker than the best brands in the big box stores it's got a backboard that's so strong tempered glass if it breaks or cracks for any reason they're going to replace it for free and a rust armor finish, which means 30 years, no maintenance. Perfect for our Gulf Coast weather here. All these goals adjustable from 10 feet to 5 feet. I've got one out in front of my house. One of the best decisions I ever made, especially around COVID time when kids were stuck at home. It was like the never-ending summer. Uh, well, guess what they were doing? They weren't, in, they weren't in my face. They weren't bothering me. They were outside hooping it up all day. That's right. Uh, any age can play on these goals, 5 feet to 10 feet with the turn of a handle, like I said. And, guys, you, you got to see them to believe them. It's, it's that good. Go to ProDunkHoops.com and see all the inventory. They've got four models. Uh, there's, there's one that will fit your driveway, your home, your backyard, or a fully portable version. And if, if you like what you see, give them a call, 281-351-9822 for ProDunk Hoops. Swagged out. Familiar, we bringing them gas out. I still got some racks stuffed in the trap house off the 42. Jeez, I wonder if she goes out with one of the Yankees. Who's this? Hey, this is Trey Wingo. You're listening to ESPN 97.5 Houston. Hello. is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. Join us for Lucille's 1913 inaugural golf tournament Monday, April 12th at Herman Park. Proceeds will benefit nonprofit Lucille's 1913 and the Imani School. The tournament will be an 18-hole scramble with a 12 p.m. shotgun start. Food will be provided by Lucille's 1913 including box lunches in the style of the individually packaged meals that Lucille's 1913 creates for the community. Following the tournament, all golfers will be treated to a seated, socially distanced dinner on an exquisite one-of-a-kind stage set up as a hazard on the 18th fairway. Complimentary beverages will be provided throughout the tournament by Silver Eagle and Highway Vodka. Register now at eventbrite.com. So are you like a rapper now where you change uh, gear between uh, 
I do this every, every song every Monday and Wednesday when I've got baseball uh, practice after uh, the So there you go. After the program. Um maybe Deshaun will get a stimulus package for the pandemic. Wow. Oh, I I gotta say I like that one. <laughs> I like that one. Uh and See, uh, I wish you guys would quit jerking around. Oh, <laughs> And you you missed my uh, you missed my Cal McNair on Deshaun. I did that on Twitch. So um, PGTS, you blonde, Fred. The the hair on the back is kind of blondish. Don't worry, I'm, I am going to color it here at some point. It's almost like orange. It, it's it's almost Are Trump, you ginger. It's almost Trumpian, actually. Yeah. No, this is the way my hair always got back in back in the day when I when I grew it out long. It's like it's like salt and pepper and sriracha and and that's why I can't grow a beard, right? It does the same thing. Yes, and on a beard it looks really weird, yeah. and the hair it just kind of looks interesting. Interesting hair. Uh, seven one three seven eight zero. ESPN is your number seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. Truck and tacos. I haven't heard any rap lyrics lately from Watson. Yeah, I'd be curious. No, just yeah, he's been. Uh, <laughs> he hasn't been his cryptic self lately. I mean, I, I say that I wouldn't know because I'm blocked on Twitter.com, presumably because I'm not a masseuse. Um, you know, I, I I still have not been blocked. So clearly, it was because of Twitter. His people obviously don't listen to the show. Uh, I mean. Because I basically said his IQ is a step below Forrest Gump. So, um, let's try a couple calls here before the segment's up. Neil. Hello, Neil. Big Mule? Sports. Oh, Big Mule? Is that what he said? Oh, Big Mule, yeah. It said Neil, Neil on there, which I thought was what Deshaun told those girls to... Never mind. What's up, Big Mule? Oh, yeah. But boom, boom. Uh, yeah, I think sometimes when I call, sometimes when there's someone different screen and they're like, who? What? Can you spell that? It's all good. Uh, just want to talk about the Texans uh, after what the Dolphins made that trade, guys. So I guess we're Jets or Bucks, but I don't see any situation where you would want to not be two or three, especially if you're going to be picking a quarterback. And I don't want to be stuck with Sam Darnold. So it looks like we're going to have to – Hold on to old uh, Hawk Slapper Watson here and uh, maybe try again next year because I just don't think – I mean, the whole time when we talked about the last month or so, you guys were all talking about value and if we couldn't get an awesome package of like three – that's a package, awesome deal with like three first-rounders and um, a couple second-rounders or a player. And I just don't think right now, while this is playing out, people are going to want to give that. So I think we're going to have to sit on him and uh, – not just giving away for free. What do you guys think? Did any of the masseuses sit on him? I don't, <laughs> I don't, know. I don't know if he asked for but that. But I do know that it's it's unlike, like I said, I, I don't know what, what the trade market is like. I know certainly it's not what it was three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But I would still say if, if, the, if a remotely close deal were offered at this point, I, I, I would take it. I, 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 if I could get, honestly, if someone said, hey, well, I'll give you two first rounders for him right now, I would take it. I, I think if you're a team like the Jets and you know now's the time to go in and, and get the guy. It's a gamble, but again, we're probably not going to see a suspension for at least a year. And if it winds up being half a season, so what? 
You got the guy for the next five years. So, Jets, make your offer. Call Nick. Nick will send you the player. Would I trade Watson for McCaffrey? No, I do not want, Christian, I do not want a running back on a second contract, on a, especially on this team. It's pointless. So, no, I wouldn't. Now, if they offer me the eighth pick overall and two more firsts at this point, yeah, I'd take the deal. Yeah. But, no, I'm, I'm not taking any deal with a, a running back coming off an injury in his second contract for a team that's not going to be good enough for that to matter. How big of a genius would Casario look like if he traded Watson and then all this came out? Yeah, you want to know how Casario could have gotten to a seven or eight on the Casario scale? That. The fact that he probably did know and didn't do it, guess what I have to do today? I am removing a point from Nick Casario. Oh, boy. Because he didn't get the deal done when he should have. In fact, I'm taking him down a point and a half. Nick, you are now a 1.5. Thank you for reminding me. All right. One more call. Nate, go. Hey, sports guys. Uh, I appreciate you guys giving me the heads up on the new breaks. I just got the guy to come out and did my van and my truck real quick. Great job. And it was really, really good price. So thank you again for that insight. Oh, for sure, man. Yeah, thank you, man. I really wish you'd called at 6.43. But uh, you know what? Say, uh, Record that call. Oh, was that it? You didn't have anything yeah. else? Yeah. Thank you, Nate. Record that call, and we're going to play Nate back when I do my live read at 6.43 today. How about that? Uh, Tamara Steelers girl says, I was hoping all the women making these claims were bogus, but the SI article that came out in Deshaun Watson having allegations against him in 2019 feels really disappointing. How is it someone who helps the city of Houston can have an alter ego? A lot of people, listen, this is the thing that that makes it tough. There's a lot of good people out there doing good things that have more than, they have naked skeletons in their closet, okay? And you just don't, you don't know. And, And we all get fooled by people. But just because you're out doing a lot of good things doesn't mean you're not a sexual deviant. You know what? A lot of Catholic priests were out there doing good things in their community. And then they were doing really bad things with altar boys. Well, you see it on the news every time they capture, like, a serial killer. All his neighbors and everybody around him, he just seemed like such a normal guy. He was so nice. He always had a treat for my dog when my dog was walking by his yard. And, yeah, no, duh. That's how he pulled it off. That's how he killed so many people. If he was dragging around an axe and mumbling to demons in his head, the first time a body goes missing, you go, hey, can we check your basement real quick? Um... I do that a lot. I drag an axe around. It rubs the lotion on its skin. I if love, any, if any campers went missing Bill. over the weekend, I'm sure you got a phone yeah, call. Yeah, I, I, I really do feel like there's a, uh, I've got a really good serial killer novel in me about camping. And every time I go, I get more ideas for it. Because, you know, and, and okay, again, fiction, right? This is, this is what I do. I, I, I see things and, and then stories come into my head. Okay, I did not really, you know, I mean, Boudreaux was fictional. Okay, allegedly didn't really see that happen. Um, Allegedly, but I'm I'm looking at it and like there's occasionally like attractive women that go camping by themselves. If a predator were to go to these places, like uh, and, and guess what? Guess what? You don't have on every corner if you're a serial killer there. CCTV. True. 
people go running in the woods. They could go missing in the woods. So, yes, I, I have created the idea for this. I, I just, I, I, and I'm actually pretty far with the concept. I, I, I hate to break this to you. Like, there's probably a hundred movies that were made in the 70s and 80s about campers being murdered. Yeah, but not now. My guy would be different, though. That's He'll the thing. Di- okay. I, I always put a different spin on things. Because, like, Jason Voorhees, pretty famous. Yeah, but for see, that. no, those are, you're talking about horror slash movies. I'm talking about uh, an actual murder mystery. And, like, this guy's a retired priest, and he's uh, he goes camping all the time. Mm-hmm. There's a religious angle to it. There always is. There's a drug angle to it. Uh, but, no, you're talking about hack and slash stuff, and those are cabins. This isn't at a state park. <laughs> this guy is a state park uh, predator. Okay, so he's on government time. Yeah. Okay, not like Camp Crystal Lake. No, not Camp Crystal Lake. That, okay. That's not, not a camp. No, you, you, this is because... Well, that makes it totally different then. Uh, no, it's, it's, I mean, but it's not, see, you're talking about horror movies. I'm talking about an actual, you know, inside the head of a serial killer psychological All thriller. Right. All right. Yeah. I know, I know the psychology thing's a little above you, but that's okay. You know, I think one day when you go to therapy, you'll understand. <laughs> All right. 713 Every time Fred gets, can't goes camping, he gets more ideas, i.e. more victims. Okay, but now this is not the basic. Allegedly. This is not the basic instinct defense where I'm going to write about it and then say, "Oh, I couldn't have done it because I wrote about it." <sighs> All right, quick break. <laughs> it's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 925. On ESPN 97.5. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. And uh, yeah, Lamont kind of sums it up for you, Tamara Steelers girl. Dr. Huxtable kind of made me stop defending rape allegations. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if there was anybody that, if you thought there's like, oh, there's no way this guy could do this. And there were a lot of people about Cosby like that. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, think how many people didn't want to believe our brows had anything to yep. do with Baylor. And how much hate we got over that for daring to suggest that he might have known something. If I saw A.J. Hoffman and Fred Fowler on fire on the side of the road, I wouldn't stop to pee on them. Sincerely, Baylor Message Board. Dear Baylor Message Jesuit Board. Jesuit School, Baylor's <laughs> Message Board. Dear Baylor Message Board, if you saw me on fire on the side of the road, it's because I'd conjured up an evil spell and I would throw the fire on you and blow you to pieces. So suck it. <laughs> But yeah, I mean that's that's the thing. People don't want to believe stuff, and I guarantee there's a lot of people who don't want to believe Deshaun's a bad guy. I don't, I don't know if he's a bad guy yet. I think that's to be determined. It doesn't look good if I were putting odds on it. So he's a bad guy. He's at least a very dumb guy. Uh, 
just to change the subject off of um, Deshaun for a while. I figure there's some other stuff we can talk. I want to get into a little bit of NBA later. Uh, did you see the tweet from Go Cougs today? That it says less than four months before Kelvin Sampson was fired, there were fewer than a hundred people at Hawfines to see UH versus Alcorn State. It was the absolute bottom for a once proud program. And here we are seven years later, they got a chance to play for a Final Four. And there's pictures of Hawfines, and there's a game going on. And it, I mean, it looks like a, a, an empty arena. Uh, guess, guess who's been there when it's been like that before? You've been there? Yeah. And. And and this this is why this is so cool to see. Like, and I'm serious. There's a photo, and there are less than 100 people. Oh yeah, in definitely, definitely. It was it was brutal. It was and brutal. This, was, this wasn't COVID. Really, no, I mean, no, this was just, no. This was real. And, and not only I, I got to tell you, it wasn't just a basketball program. We used to go to football games, and there would be an entire section in what was then Robertson, and it was me, my brother, and my son. And the beer guy just came and sat next to us and kept selling his beer because there was nobody else there to buy it. That's that's how bad that was, and and it was worse for basketball. Nobody gave a rat's ass, and they they went through so many just what the hell are you doing, coaches? And, and yeah, they they hit a home run here. Is it? I mean, I, I don't know who was the AD before Pesman. Um, was the guy who went to? Uh, I, I'm I'm blanking, but he was really good at building stadiums and stuff so he was the guy who did that i'm just blanking on his name somebody can tell us okay well but, but yeah he went to uh did he go to vanderbilt i don't know but and but there was a stretch of athletic directors too that oh uh, he was at uh he went to baylor uh oh yeah mac, mac rhodes? rhodes yeah yeah mac yeah, rhodes. he went to missouri first yeah yeah he went to missouri then he went to baylor mac yeah. rhodes did a good job there um did a really good job. Pesman's done a good job. I mean, is that who gets the credit, or is it that, that president lady that gets all the credit for everything at that school? Uh, Hunter Urichek was also in there. Okay. He's the one that went to Arkansas. Okay. Yeah, so Mac Rhodes, then Hunter Urichek. Yeah, so Urichek was the guy before Pesman. Well, was Urichek here for, like, what, two years or so? It wasn't very long. A but, year or two? Yeah, but he was the guy before Pesman. Okay. And... Yeah, I mean, I, I think really Mac Rhodes did a good job here, and Mac would have been the guy who hired him, right? Yeah. Um. Also, would have been the guy that hired Tom Herman. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm going to call kind him, of a resurgence. I, I'm, I'm going to say he's the architect. But I also want to give credit. I know nobody likes him right now because he's basically dismantled the Rockets worse than the Texans have been dismantled. But Tillman Tillman Fertitta's involvement, both financially, yep, somebody and, had to pay for it. Yeah, and in and in the hires. Was huge, and and this sounds silly, but it would have been very difficult to like turn these programs around in the facilities that they had. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you know, it's one thing to say, "Oh, well, we've been to five Final Fours. Yeah, that was. There's a reason that was forty years ago. Yeah, you're you're playing a dump. You don't have great practice facilities. Tillman put up the money to to make that place. Uh, and not just the arena itself. But the practice facilities they have there, I mean, are better than a lot of Power 5 schools. Yep. Same thing with football. Tom Herman pushed for that. So everybody who got mad at Tom Herman, you know what? He's the he one. He did a lot for this place. He, even, he, even he did. Before he, like, I know he left, but still did a lot for this place. 
And he, I mean, the, he went to them and said, we need this. And it got built. So everybody who's been here since has been benefiting from that. And, you know, they haven't done anything with it. You know, this better be your year, Dana, your three, just saying, but uh, you know, we're not going to talk about that because it's all about, uh, it's all about tonight and, and trying to make the final four. But yes, it, it, those, those things, nobody wants to talk about that, but I have to tell you the, there were times when it was, it, it was just embarrassing to go out there and there would always be all the kind of the money guys and the old guys sitting there in their checkered red cougar shirts on the floor and that was it and you just felt so bad for those kids that you're just like man they're out here battling and they wondered why players left all the time and it's like you know that that's just it was just such a brutal time and so now i've got to go through the the coaches since uh the coaches since guy lewis pat foster who was okay made it to a tournament <laughs> alvin brooks clyde drexler drexler Ugh. ray mccallum tom penders did get to the tournament james dickey Calvin Sampson. The Dicky one made no sense to me. And that that was really the dark stretch there, really from 2010 to 2014. But uh here's a here's a fact for you. Kelvin Sampson three tournament appearances now. Mm-hmm. All of those coaches we just named combined four. four. Yeah. Pat Foster had three. And that so, was when his he was here until what nine mid mid nineties. Uh, Foster eighty six to ninety three, and he and keep in mind he inherited Guy Lewis's teams too. I mean, he was a pretty solid coach in retrospect. Alvin Brooks was a disappointment. I think Alvin's an assistant now on uh, with UH, if I'm not mistaken. So, am I am I misremembering? But was the Clyde Drexler era maybe the the lowest? No, because he at least recruited some guys, and they beat. A, they had a couple of good wins early on, and people were excited. I just Ray, like, Ray McCallum was was. I mean, and it it fell off pretty fast. But I just felt like they never won when he was there. No, they did. They didn't. They had uh, the first year. They had some, like I said, a couple of big wins. Like Texas came in and they upset Texas, um, and the place was packed, and DeLoss was pissed. So. And we had we booked this game so our people could come to it. Like, your people drive to Austin all the time, Delos. You're fine. Um, I think that was like one of the first games. So yeah, he was he was a disaster. I mean, Alvin Brooks was 54 and 84. This is this is how how rough it was. Alvin Brooks 54 and 84. Ray McCallum 44 and 73. Oof. Tom Penders actually had a pretty good run, one twenty-one and seventy-seven. Yeah, he wasn't bad. I mean, he yeah. was kind of a—I uh, don't want to say he was like a—he he had failed at Texas, so it was—he was—it was almost sort of a—and it it did keep them from playing each other. Like Texas wouldn't play against UH for that time, right? When he yeah. was there, I'm not sure the Penders. last time texas has played you they may not have played it again i i know i I think it was it might have been during the drexler era i I know penders and and texas had a a a not an amicable parting yeah um 
I mean, obviously it was the right move because Rick Barnes ended up being a better coach than Tom Penders. But yeah, uh, what was Drexler's record? Nineteen and thirty-nine. Oh, so yeah, Penders kind of got it going again a little bit. James Dickey just didn't move anything forward. Sixty-four and sixty-two. Damn. So well. All right, we're going to take a very quick break. Don't go anywhere. It's a blitz on ESPN 975 92.5. ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Real fun sports. 